Welcome into the Way to Work podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, you know how it is. February 15th, 2022. Let's get driving. Welcome, everybody, into the Way to Work podcast. It's your boy, Sean Kelly, here with the 2010 Toyota Highlander. She's ready for another great day. I'm ready for another great day. How is everyone doing? First show post Super Bowl. We are done the Super Bowl season and we have now entered the off season where things get crazy, things get exciting in the off season. The NFL Combine, the NFL Draft coming up as well as multitude of other different events throughout the summer as we lead up to the 2023 season. Super Bowl, fun show, exciting show, exciting game. It's a good time. Um, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was a solid game. And I just thought, you know, both teams really played uh, well coming down. And then in the stretch, you know, the the Rams just took over right there at the end. Aaron Donald coming in with a game-saving play and just doing such an amazing job to really cement his legacy as one of the best defensive players of all time you gotta love to see that from him and it was personally just a uh, fun one to watch halftime show was uh to me was very average it was a very 50 percent um i know that's gonna be a hot take for a lot of people a lot of people are gonna hate that because they're gonna say oh it was the best super bowl halftime show of all time and it was amazing and i was like how much do you like dr dre snoop dogg and eminem and 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar, and they're going to be, oh, I love them, they're like amazing. And I'm like, that's exactly why. Super Bowl halftime shows, to me, this might be a hot take, but are always a 50 unless I superiorly love the artist. Like, I'm not the hugest fan of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. So to me, I was like, oh, it's a cool production value. Like, I kind of like the SoCal vibe. They do a pretty good job. And so I thought to myself, yeah, it was a 50. It was a cool 50. It was an enjoyable experience for me to watch it, but personally, I'm not, you know, completely over the moon with the halftime show. And, um, you know, I, I got a lot of flack for that. A lot of people said, you know, don't you understand that they're here and then this is them? And I'm like, yeah, well, it's just not my, in you know, my kind of music. Like, if the halftime show was the Foo Fighters and Paul McCartney, to me, it would be the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time. But then some people would be like, well, that's not my, I can't believe they brought on these people. And then just like, it was all right. You know, it was like, 150%, you know, you know, I thought it was maybe, you know, just okay. Yeah. You're going to think of that too. So if you really like nineties hip hop and rap, then this is the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time. I don't rank them. I automatically rank them a 50 unless It is someone I completely think is amazing. And until those two come on and do the halftime show, um, it is probably going to stay between the 50 to 75 range. I thought the production value was actually pretty good. And yeah, I think think they did a solid job with it. I I like the presentation. Thought it was a little bit too much of a mashup. I thought there was too many kind of artists there and I didn't think... You know, they got a lot of, of songs in. I would really want to have heard Slim Shady from Eminem. It's probably my favorite song by him. So was a little disappointed that that didn't go down the way 
um, that I wanted it to. But other than that, I mean, I thought it was a solid performance. So yes, no, it is a hot take, but I do not believe that um, Super Bowl halftime shows should be scaled as the greatest of all time because I think that they're subjective depending on who listens to it. Because I'm sure there was someone who saw Prince's halftime show and said nothing will ever beat that because I'm the number one Prince fan in the world. And that's never going to change. But see, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of music. And I believe that while I like Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, I am not huge fans of them. I'm, I do not love them. People who say this is the greatest Super Bowl halftime show usually love the people that are performing. And that's fine. And that's great. And I think there's a criteria that 100% needs to be met with people who love an artist. This is very important. If you like an artist, I think you like a song. But if you love an artist, you got to know at least four to five songs. I think that's an extremely important aspect here. For example, I really like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. But yet, I probably only know Drop It Like It's Hot, California, Love, and Still Dre. Guess what? I'm admitting that. I accept that. I don't love them. I like them. I'll listen to them. I enjoy their music. And that is about it. Now, I love Earth, Wind & Fire. But I also know September, Shining Star, Boogie Wonderland, Let's Groove, Evolution Orange, That's the Way of the World, Fantasy. We could just go down the line of Earth, Wind & Fire songs. Absolutely love Earth, Wind & Fire songs because, well, they're fire. Fell right into that one that night. But see, that's the difference maker for me. So I love, it's people that go around, they act like they love all this music. People will be like, I love Nirvana. But they're like, well, I know, I know, Smells Like Teen Spirit. I was like, yeah, that tracks. I was like, you need to hit the criteria. Come on, five songs, let's go. List off another four. Let's get it going. Don't be a fake fan. Don't be a fake fan here. We don't have time in that. We don't have a place for that in the world. All right, and I feel like you like them, which is okay to like them. But don't be like, this is the greatest Super Bowl halftime show ever. Because like, let's say, you know, um, you know, Let's say that Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, rest in peace, was on, and then they play, you know, Running Down a Dream, and that's the only song you know, and you're like, it's the greatest Super Bowl halftime show ever because Tom Petty did Running Down a Dream. No, that's not the case. You like an artist, you don't love an artist, so in my opinion, the Super Bowl halftime show was a great time. I rated a 50 because I didn't have a completely um, nostalgic and amazing time connecting with those artists, and because of that, I rated that. So it was solid. You know, wish that they could have gotten a little bit more in. If you really like 50, I know that Dr. Dre found him. So that's a good time too. Loved all the 50 cent. He's like, he's like a little bit fatter now. So everybody's like, oh, here comes a full dollar. That was kind of funny. Uh, but you know, 50 came out and did his, did his thing. So that was Super Bowl halftime show. So I don't want to hear people with the, with the artists and the music and they're like, oh, I love them. You know, you secretly, you don't, you don't love them. Yeah, coming in a little early this morning here, 6.25 a.m. pod. You know how it is. We grinding here on the way to work podcast. We are on the way to work. 
back in the normal limits of getting into our building. Had to park in a different lot. Toyota Highlander drove to her first Super Bowl. Let's give it up for the Toyota Highlander for Super Bowl, guys. Oh yeah, simultaneous lane change right there. I'm killing two birds with one stone on a gravel lot. And she was living the whole time I was there in the NFL offices, you know, just basking in the sunlight near the lake here at, so at, at SoFi in Inglewood. So Toyota Highlander had a, had a great time. Had a great time recording this pod. Yeah, like I said, 6.20, 6.25. You know, gave myself a little extra time today. Got the shower last night. Very important, you know, getting the shower. And I, I'm a huge night shower. It's just a big deal for me. Um, and it's nothing other than the fact of that I don't like the cold weather in the winter. And um, getting up, my body is automatically cold from not having been up to trap heat. So I'm automatically cold and it's just gonna add to that if I'm freezing in water after I get out of the shower. Once you leave the shower, once you leave the cocoon of warmth, it's game over. I'm shivering, I'm freezing, I don't want that at five o'clock in the morning. So I force myself, no matter how late I go to bed, I completely force myself to get a shower. Cause that's how you gotta do it. Cause like once you like, I'm a little baby, I'll, I'll straight up admit it. I'm not gonna be the guy that's going to go and is gonna take a morning shower. Like wake it up, doesn't wake me up. People like it wakes me up. I was like, how? You're already up. Like what's gonna happen? Are you gonna wake up? Are you gonna like put on your, your clothes, like walk out the front door and then just like fall on the ground and be like, oh guys, I didn't, I didn't make it to the car today. Yeah, we got all the way there. We put everything on and then just, you know, fell back asleep right on the pavement. You know, woke up to some squirrels and one at my nose. Like, no, no, it's not gonna happen. So getting, you know, and I'll admit it too. Like I'm a complete baby. I, I don't care. I'm a complete little bitch when it comes to it. I just can't handle that. And that's why I go in and I take care of uh, my showers at night because, you know, it makes you refreshed. It makes you sit down and makes you really appreciate the finer things in life. When you get that extra 15 minutes in bed in the morning because it really juices you up. Like when I'm going on like E at like three, four o'clock, people are like, oh my God, John, how are you still doing it? How are you still making it throughout the day? I'm like, that extra 15 minutes, baby, you already know night showers for life also I'm cold as hell in the morning. I don't like shivering. I feel vulnerable. I feel very vulnerable in the morning. This is when I get up. This, you know, in that first 20 minutes that I get up, I'm waking up. I'm, I'm still not very uh, adhering to my surroundings. I'm vulnerable. And until um, you see me in my final form, I'm never entering a body of water, whether it be natural or artificial. So. Go get your night showers, people, because it's a good time and I, and I wholeheartedly recommend it. Speaking of hearts, we had a day yesterday. It's called Valentine's Day. For people like me who are single, Valentine's Day is not really a holiday. It's more a day where um, chocolates are overpriced and then you start planning on buying them the day after because they're super cheap. It's like Halloween costumes. You're planning your Halloween costume the day after Halloween. But it happened. Good good for uh, good for all the significant others out there. Feel free to display your love. Um, don't be uh, don't be the one person who's like, "Oh, stop posting about Valentine's Day. Let let people be happy." Hopefully it's you one day. I feel terrible for you, buddy. You know, or gal, whoever you are out there. 
um, that you don't have love this Valentine's Day, whoever you may want it to be. But let me tell you, don't don't ruin, don't ruin the uh, don't ruin the fun for other people. But also, see, I kind of get it because it's a pressure holiday. There's like so much pressure that comes in with Valentine's Day. Like if it was me, I would just be like, all right, like it's a normal day, you know. Like we're here, we love each other. This, this is true, but it, it's a normal day. Let me tell you, if you have to make a big deal about Valentine's Day and about one day to let them know and profess them your love, you really don't love them. Because if they don't realize it every single day that you love them, is it really true love? Some would say that I am the love whisperer and I am a prophet on relationship advice, just letting you know that you can come to me um, for anything that you need regarding relationship advice. That's right. Um, I don't have a very high track record. It's probably, uh, it's going to be zero. I've been on a couple of dates, but nothing too, too permanent. So if you want the top tier advice, if you want the best of the best, come to me. All right. It's like if Michael Phelps coached boxing, that's, that's who I am. You know, you can, uh, you can say, yes, I am a multi-time uh, Olympic award-winning swimmer but i've never boxed but we're gonna we're gonna throw a few jabs and we're gonna throw a few punches and you know we're gonna see what sticks and that's what i do i'm kind of like that one friend that's just like never been in relationship advice but gives the best relationship advice that's right valentine's day pressure holiday stop putting pressure on it it's for big candy who want you know who want you to to spend all of your money on sweet chocolates to let somebody know something that they should already know 364 other days of the year that is correct look at us about to cross the intersection at la brea and arbor vitae you already know what that means that's right we're going to get right into it it's the sponsorships today people we're waiting on that green light all right the way to work podcast is sponsored by Absolutely nobody. That's right, because we're not famous enough to get ad sponsorships. But if we were to get sponsored, the Way to Work podcast is brought to you by people who love and like certain different artists. That's right. If you like one song, guess what? You don't love the artist. You just like them. Also, the Way to Work podcast brought to you by turning on the shower during the evening. Turning on the shower during the evening is a fantastic way for you to get clean as well as keep all of your vulnerability intact so you don't completely freak out in the morning when the cold weather creeps up on you the minute you get out of the shower between the hours of 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. Turning on the shower at night, it's a fantastic way to get clean. And finally, the Way to Work podcast brought to you by small candy go out and buy candy from a shop that isn't a big name corporation so you can support small businesses while also professing the love to someone who you probably should have done the other 364 days anyways and that's our brand sponsorships here and as always the way to work podcast brought to you by the 2010 toyota highlander who has been traveling over 206,000 miles on the road and still has so many more left to go. And guys, that's going to do it for me today here on the Way to Work podcast. We are getting there. We are here. We are approaching the NFL building. Another great day. 
here in Inglewood, California. Just going and make some more magic happen. Super grateful every day for my job. Super grateful to come in and get to do what I do. Super grateful to be able to record the Way to Work podcast. You already know how it is, guys. Keep following. If you have anything you want me to talk about, anything you want me to hang out and just dish on and discuss, you know to hit me in the comments wherever you find your podcast. Have a great day, everybody. And as always, safe driving.